Madam Ruth. Don't. I'm not. I'm not dancing to say I love you. So don't. What shall I, I call you? Ruth. Yeah, I like Madam Ruth. I think it's got a real twang to it. I, I, I love the way in a sort of a mark of respect in, in Ghana that you call all ladies Madam. Madam yes, Ruth. actually they do that with seniority. Okay. Yes, Just make sure you're speaking up. The mic's, the mic's very, they do that on seniority basis. So they call sister Ruth, auntie Ruth, or madam Ruth. Yeah. Yeah. So our history is, uh, is very interesting because the first time I saw you was in your office, just behind the, one of the buildings here, and you yeah. handed me uh, five litres of oil for my motorbike that saved us because it had, it had been transported all the way over here. There was this little special passage, special parcel made us into the offices of, uh, of Madam Ruth that saved our <laughs> motorbikes for, for our next trip for, when, when we did the London to Cape Town. Yeah. The, and you, you're su such an inspiring figure then because then you were just general manager for, for Ghana and you could just see walking around with all of your colleagues and all of your workers here how much um, love they had for you and it wasn't a, at all fear it was a, this a mutual respect, respect both ways that's right yes and this this has got to do with the similar society and the culture of blue skies which we've built along the years so it's, it's just not about um, being charged i mean we all have a job to do by the end of the day just um, trying to make sure that we are approachable people can get close to you and tell them the problems. Yeah. So four or five years ago, you were general manager for Ghana. Now you're general manager for West Africa. So yes. when I come back in two, three years time, you're going to be general manager of the world. <laughs> I, I, I'm going to tell Anthony and Hugh this. I have said, Madam Ruth, make her general manager. Is that okay? Um, oh. yes, no, yes and no, because it comes with a lot of responsibilities. And I always say that I don't envy anybody at all in blue skies who has higher responsibilities. Yeah. And the more I say that, the more I go up and up and up. So you, you tend to wonder. I, I, there's a lot of weight on your shoulders. There's a lot your, of responsibility, that's right, that's yeah. right. But it's very rewarding when you, you finish the day and you know you've achieved something yeah. by ensuring that the staff are well to you. Yeah. So, so help me with this link. Um, Ghana, Cuba, or, or let's go, go start from, from, from the beginning. What, what is your background? How, how did you end up with, uh, with Blue Skies? What's this intriguing link with, uh, with Cuba? Tell us. Tell us all. How did, okay. how did so, it all start? So, Ruth is born in Ghana. I always say we're bred in Cuba. So, I left at a very tender age. I went to Cuba at age 13. And I came back after university. So, that's after almost 13 years. That's when I came back. I did food science, that's my background, okay. yes. And when I came, a friend of mine introduced me to Anthony, and that's how the relationship started in 1999. Wow. And I've been here since then. Um, I always tell people that I know I'm very fortunate because I got a first job that I was passionate about. It was, I don't like sitting in offices too much. I like going around and jumping all over the place. So that alone inspired me because it wasn't just about doing a work for salary, but actually enjoying what you do. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And with well, Anthony, if you, if you could, sorry, if you can find a job that is your, is your hobby, you'll never work another day in your life. Exactly, that's okay. what, how they say it. And with Anthony, it was a different experience altogether. He made it, he made it a, a home away from home. You know, the meaning. And it's 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 made us feel belonging. So every time you are you are actually anxious in coming to work. Sometimes, I mean, since I started Blue Skies and I've been working from 6 a.m., sometimes I close after 6, 
and I still do that, and people wonder why I do that. But it's, it's um, it just becomes a, hab a habit, and you, you enjoy what you do. You're always looking forward to coming. Um, I've been very fortunate. My family understands it, so I can do anything I want. Come as as possible, and that has actually brought me where I am. But the relationship between Cuba Society and Blue Sky is just um, um, an introduction to Anthony. Who took liking those days to the Cuban train for about seven years? Those days, and we've gotten this far. Okay, so the common link so, in all of this is one person, Anthony. Anthony. Is he an inspiring leader? Anthony is beyond an inspiring leader. To me, Anthony is not just inspiring, his leadership qualities is unique. I've not worked in many places, but with experience that I've interacted with others, I can tell that Anthony is very unique. He's, I would say he's also a legend. Anthony is not just a father, being a founder. Anthony has all the qualities you aspire. Yeah. In a leader, because he doesn't let you feel intimidated, he doesn't let you feel, he doesn't belittle you. Yeah. Everybody supports him, and he makes you feel you're part of something that he's building. Yeah. So it makes it rewarding every step of the way. That's good. Cool. I'm not going to say this. There's so many men I know in the fresh produce sector who run with big egos and they have something to prove, and they, they want to be strong and powerful, yeah. um, but they, they're not doing good. They might be doing good for themselves in the short term with their wallets and, exactly. and their flash cars, but that's not what Anthony no, he's never, is about. I mean, we, we had an incident where I think about um, 11, 12 years ago, where um, we, we were almost at the brink of collapse, at the ash cloud in yep. this recession time, and he mortgaged his house. I mean, there's not somebody that is actually looking to you know, make his pocket big or anything. And these are some of the things some of us, you know, look up to. Because yeah. it's not just about saying, it's his actions okay. and what he does okay. that makes him different. Do you, do you think if you had not have met Anthony, you would have been a different person today? I would have been a different person, but not to where I've gotten to yeah. now. Okay. Not to where I've gotten to now. Okay, so, so how can we bottle this from what you've learned from Anthony and what you are now? How can we, um, how, how can you translate that? How can you present that to your workforce here in Benin? And it, it, it's, um, is it, again, is it, there's something unique about Blue Skies that there seems to be... Exactly. Um, what what um, I aspire always is that Anthony said, when you don't know anything, you are feeling, you don't know what is a doubt, or just ask what will Blue Skies do? So you put Blue Skies first. And I think that has helped a lot. I mean, he, he on a daily basis, working with Anthony, He's just like a trainer, you know, every step of the way he's teaching you something. So I pride myself anytime. Sometimes you don't know what you know till you get to impact. And going to Benin, for example, I, I realized that the influence of Anthony in my life because he made it so easy to flow with everybody. He made it so easy to be able to approach everybody to people, you know, to understand where you are coming from. I mean, Benin is a different culture. It's French, Francophone, we call it, in the West African countries. And the culture is so different. So when we are talking about the Blue Skies culture, this and it's just our attitude and how you you do it. So it's not just by just saying that Blue Sky will do this. You do it and it's okay. This is what they are talking about. So that has been one of the long journeys that I've really, really appreciated in Blue Sky because it's not, we, we work the talk. You know, yeah, yeah. That we do that. Okay. But, but I have a frustration that I wish you were rewarded more uh, by your end customers, by, by your retailers. 
because there are other companies out there who are very well run, but they're very corporate, and I don't think they do what you do in the way of your, um, your, your colleague engagement, looking after them, the, the medical care. Um, and the, the, the customers are, are just looking at the bottom right-hand corner of the Excel spreadsheet to see who's going to give them the, the lowest price. But if they gave you, Blue Skies, uh, more business and more margin, it's doing so much good. And, I, and I, I don't know what the answer is. Sometimes I think it's actually to influence the, the final customer, that the final customer could know about the amazing people that we've met in this week, that uh, we've had the privilege of being in, in Ghana. They would say to the, the customers, uh, we only want Blue Skies products. And the retailer would say, oh, but Blue Skies are a little bit more expensive, but we know why they're more expensive, because they're doing they a, do a better good. Yeah. So that, that's, I'd, I'd love to, this, this conversation for that message to be presented to those, to those retailers, for them to come out, if that was okay, to visit Blue Skies, yeah. Um, yeah. whether it be in uh, Brazil, uh, Ghana, Benin, Egypt, South, South Africa, to see the, the difference that you are as a business yeah. because of you, because of Anthony and because of the rest of the team, so that you can survive and prosper for the, for the, for the long That's term. That's right. I mean, you've said it all, Max. Um, when it comes to blue sky, it's not just about making the profit. We need to be sustainable as a business. But from a medical point of view, what we do, how we treat the staff, not just the staff, even the um, suppliers that supply the um, farmers and the community they are in. I mean, we are living in a country where, I mean, poverty, I mean, is felt. Yeah. So some of these things go a long way to make a difference in the lives of those who are around. Um, in Ghana, where you have one staff, for example, looking after you know long relationships, yeah. relatives. So when we say Blue Sky has about 3,000 um, employees, we are not talking about 3,000. We are talking about more than 15,000 people. Exactly, exactly. Just for the staff. Imagine the farmers and all the yeah. people we deal with to make their lives different. So buying from Blue Skies means that it's not just about doing the right thing. But it's the reward that comes with it because yeah. you are impacting yeah, yeah, yeah. in somebody's life. Yeah. When, when I did an interview with uh, Anthony, I think it was a year, uh, 18 months ago, he came. He said, um, Max, um, Blue Skies is, is like a social enterprise before social enterprises were even created. Exactly. And again, it comes back down to this, uh, exactly the, the, yeah, this individual. Yeah. Well, everything we do, I mean, if you look at the labor um, information in every country that we are, especially in the West Africa, all are welfare issues. We are way above the labor yeah. issue. Yeah. You know, the set labor information that we have. So, if they say minimum wage is ten pounds, we are doing maybe three times that for the minimum. If they say minimum wage is two pounds, we are setting maybe four, five times. So, we try to always make sure that it's better than yeah. what is set in the country. Paternity leave. We talk about you know having making sure that. People have um, time to study, have the maternity leave. People have the accessibility the, to the information to be able to make informed decisions. We have enterprise-based union, and they, they understand what happens here. So it's easier to tell them that, look, guys, let's all move on with a sacrifice and get out of it than just getting an external one who comes and all the noise just get money. So it goes beyond just, there are some qualities that you can put a price on, yeah. And that's what Blue Sky Social Enterprise is all about. Yeah. There's no way you can put price on it, but that is the foundation. Yeah. And without that foundation, honestly speaking, I don't think we would have been alive by now. And, and just to pull on one thread, gender equality. Yeah. Um, here, um, there, there seems to be this complete neutrality between yeah. all, the, all the boys and all, 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 the, all the girls. 
Uh, whilst in the UK it's, um, it is it's very male uh, dominant and that might be because uh, we're not attracting uh, ladies, uh, young, young ladies into, into, the, into the sector. Um, within Blue Skies, is, was this something that was forced to get um, Madame Russe and, and, and atop, or was this just natural selection, or was this a, a Ghanaian it's, thing? It's just... highly competitive in Blue Skies, I'll tell you that. <laughs> highly competitive, but one thing too that Anthony made sure we appreciated is that it, it doesn't matter, I mean, it doesn't matter whether you're female, black, white, male, it doesn't matter. You're just competitive, you do what you're supposed to do, and you move on. And I, I realize that Ghanaian women are very competitive when they are given the opportunities. Again, Ghana is also a male-dominated country yeah. where some of the areas, I mean, you have to see some of the way the men behave. There's some of blue skies is a typical example of how people start to feel, oh wow, it's a woman in charge. Oh, not just a woman, they're about three, they're about yeah, five. Yeah, yeah. So it tends to change the perception gradually, which we hope that is making an impact in the country. The blue skies has never, looked at it from the point of view that because it's a woman I'm going to employ no, no. it's highly competitive, yeah. I can assure you. Yeah. And that has brought us where we are today. But because it gives everybody the playing field of yeah. competition, yeah. that makes it easier to yeah. compete. Yeah. Dreams. What's your realistic dream for Blue Skies? My dream is for the... I mean, I'll be here till Anthony boots me out. Or he boots me as a first thing. Secondly, um, I think my main dream would be for the customers so, uh, yep. to appreciate what we do, yep. of course to pay fairly, so that we can be sustainable and grow. Yeah. But that's the only way that we can actually make a difference. Yep. I know that our quality is the best and I'm sure they know, but of course, be always businesses tend to negotiate there. If they can give us fair prices, yeah. I think that's, that's always been my dream for Blue Skies, yeah. so that we can move on. And, I, I was. I, I sort of knew this this conversation would go, go this way because I wanted it to be about you. But you are blue skies, and blue skies is you. But but for, for you to prosper, for all these three thousand people, and everyone in this ecosystem to, to prosper, we need not not help. We're not begging, are we? No, we're, we're just we it, we're just yeah. asking for for the for, for the fairness, fairness right. as to just what fairness. you do for, for for the consumer to to yeah. pay what they're happy to pay for your fan, fantastic product. It is only fair. Yeah, that's right. When, when you're not at Blue Skies, when you're not thinking about, about Blue Skies from, from morning till night, what is your thing? What is your thing? Apart from Honestly, your, your, your husband and your, your gorgeous son, what is your thing? Or, or is that your thing? I'm, I'm desperately looking for hobbies because I, you you not believe the things I do. It's so embarrassing to say. For example, I close from work and my hobby is to ruin my computer and continue working on the bed, which is not a hobby. Yeah. yeah. So I remember one of the execs telling me that that is a... That is becoming a workaholic, you know. Yeah. <laughs> you just anywhere you want to have the computer, you feel okay. So I'm I'm passionate about sports. Okay. I like sports a lot. I like music. Okay. Yeah, I used to be athletic. I am very Which athletic. Which I used to be short run. I do 100 and 200 and long distance. Wow. Then I used to do um, volley. Nowadays I play tennis, okay. but I've not had a time. So um, believe it or not, I'm fat. <laughs> Rubbish. <laughs> yes, yes. Okay. So I'm very athletic, but I have to give time, more time to yeah, it, yeah. as I used to do in those days. Yes. Yeah. I like reading when I get the time. Okay, well, I'm music. The, the, the last, uh, the last LP, the last track you downloaded on Spotify. <laughs> what, what's your music thing? The music. What, what's your favorite music at the moment? Oh, at the moment, I like instrumentals a lot. I okay. listen a lot to um, what's the name of this guy? 
So any instrument, of course, it, it just puts you in a nice mood, you know, unless I want to dance around it. Because I like dancing. Okay. I like dancing, so I like all the funny, funny music. I'm not good with names of the music, but yeah. um, I like instrumentals and I like... Beethoven is not my intention. It's a little bit of a... But, yes. Every, I like Kenny G's type of instrument. I'm trying to pick you up. Every, every, everyone, just watch out for, in a very positive manner, Madame Ruth and, and what she's created in Blue Skies in Ghana and what she's now creating in Blue Skies in Benin and further afield when that, that comes. There's something very unique, incredibly unique about Madame Ruth and about Blue Skies and that's why we need to follow them and support them all the way through. Madame Ruth, thank you very much. Thank you, Max. Thank you.